now, broadcasting on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. It's time for Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Let's tap into your own authentic genius and live the life you desire. Join Dr. Rademacher for an enlightened conversation about our brain intelligence, our body intelligence, and our energy intelligence. And now, here's your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. All right, then. How did you make out last week? And if you didn't listen to that, now listen to it again because it's really worthwhile. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide, part of Prescription for Your Transformation. Tap into that brain intelligence, the body intelligence, as well as the energy intelligence. Health Optimization 2022. We're into week five. So last week it was about some of the fundamentals that you really want to get access to. And so it's going to help you for the entire year if you just keep on going back to these fundamentals. You know, some of us actually get a head start for the new year. And let me just share that with you because this actually might make a big difference for you. So what we do is is to begin setting up to win for the next year, three months before the actual new year happens evaluating all the things that happened during the year and the things that didn't happen, and then deciding what's next, what the next year is all going to be about. These are truly the early birds. Then, of course, you have those who wait till five minutes before the new year arrives to make some spot decisions, and most likely they're actually in a disinhibited, you know, delusional state, if you know what I mean. So only to forget the next morning what it really was all about, or they lose steam, you know, within the first 10 days of the new year. All the fitness clubs are enjoying the January rush only to see it vanish after about three weeks. I think that's, uh, you know, totally proven over the years. People fail because they just simply lack the foundation because no one told them they needed to have one. You know, somehow those with great ambitions you know, find out by trial or error or innate intelligence, or they just had a great teacher and they realized they must have a solid plan. So assuming that you did not have a teacher, but you do have that innate intelligence, but just lacking specific direction, well, then keep on listening today. As long as you have specific goals and you specifically want to accomplish, then January is about establishing how we do what we do. And we gave you a brief examination of our practical psychology. So if you're like me, you'll want to spend even more time to examine what that is actually for you. Now, we did describe a whole bunch of cool things, but just on the surface, you know, there are many great books out there to read. You know, there's many great coaches and authors and motivational speakers that you can listen to. But at least I suggest that you read one book a week or do one course a week. And if you're a slow reader like me, you know, do the audible versions or summaries, but you absolutely must get access to this type of intelligence that is so readily accessible to all of us that you actually don't have an excuse. And if you have Kindle, sometimes you know these things are actually free. 
As we talked about, our practical psychology relies on our awareness of how we identify ourselves, our beliefs, and our values, as well as our needs and the programming that we use. You know, then it's about having a clear picture of where you are now, what's important in your life, and finally, what that blueprint is, and all this wrapped up in your compelling future. And if you listened to last week, that's what last week was all about, your blueprint and your compelling future, which we all have, by the way, but we're not quite clear about it. Perhaps drowning in some inconsequential activities that are simply pleasurable and sustain our lifestyles, but contribute little beyond that. And I think most people are actually there. Through growth and contribution, we will find more happiness in our lives. We all deserve that. However, in this pursuit, we can easily get sidetracked. But that's not the purpose of the show. Other authors have done an excellent job presenting this. But throughout the year, I'll be alluding to that in some of the ways that you can, you know, address that for yourself. But for now, if you don't have that compelling future and are excited about it, go back and listen to the last show and even the early ones, if you must, and declare what your life is all about, what you want to experience, you know, who do you want to become? What's the legacy you leave behind? Dream big. You know, no dream is ever too big. Then you've got to have the systems in place to make that all happen. And again, this is the stuff that no one really teaches us. So that's, again, the purpose of Health Optimization 2022. You know, giving you access to the resources so that you can become resourceful in, in, in getting the things done that you want to get done in your own life. So that's today. What are the two systems you must apply to make sure that you can succeed with this compelling future that you've created. You know, first, and once again, you must have a clear target. You know, that was the last show. That was a blueprint. If it's still too vague, then write on paper exactly what you want, when you want it by, and the why. Why is it widely important to you? You know, what do you get from it? Who do you get to become? Who do you impact? You know, who, you know, what do you get to experience? You know, what do you get to feel? The clarity is from the what and the why, not the how. You know, again, it's the tyranny of the how. It's what gets in the way, which is what paralyzes us. You know, that always comes later. You know, when there's a big enough why, you know, you will make that happen. Too often, we just simply kill a dream because we just don't know the how, or it just seems too difficult. Or maybe someone else can do it better than you. I know that because, you know, I think about that all the time. And then I remind myself, you know, of the why, why it's so important to me, you know, how it's aligned with my soul, my vision of the future, you know, why it's so wonderfully unique about what it is that I do. And it's why I have this show. I've had this for, what, six years now on Star Worldwide. And I did not dedicate the time I needed to get the bandwidth in the beginning. However, I knew in time that I would. That's now too. The pieces are in place for me of all the projects that I am doing now. And it took me a while to get there. It's a culmination of a journey of, for health optimization that I am now able to bring to you. 
you know, as I actually embark on this journey for myself as a testimony of how it actually works, you know, as we learn from others and sharing their stories as to how that works, you know, again, learning and testing the different elements, you know, towards my own success and that of others so that you can apply them for you. You know, there's so many great teachers that have underwent their own health struggles only to be the superstars today. And you wouldn't know it by just looking at them. And they're creating to your health optimization as I am going to be able to share those stories with you, or at least their insights so that you can then transform your life. I'm going to tell you this. It's not an easy process, you know, for many of us. Uh, maybe for some it is. But wherever you fit in, it's all about your habits and your scheduling. This is the key to all of that. And of course, your agency, you know, and being able to embrace the suck and, and more about that later. But let's go ahead and start about habits. There's so many great books on this. And Atomic Habits are, is one of them. But a habit is what we do repeatedly. And a habit in the English language can also refer to what it is that you're wearing. So if you think about it this way, how you do anything is how you do everything. And if you're listening to an earlier show, the unconscious mind is constantly eavesdropping on your conscious mind and all of your actions. So exceptions and inconsistencies are the devil in execution. You know, another devil is complexity. Complexity is another devil in execution. See, when you make a habit too hard to succeed, you're not going to do it. You just don't have the willpower, the agency to continue with it. Keep the habit simple to implement. And so you get to feel accomplished. You know, it's, it's part of the serotonin or the contentment pathway that has a long-lasting positive effect on us. You know, it just feels good. But also, as we accomplish things and we fulfill or satisfy the specific outcome, we actually close loops. There's a, a sense of completion in all of that. And here's what's interesting. You know, the brain does not like open loops. It causes a ton of stress. You know, our brain is, is wired to have meaning and closure. You know, consider binge watching, watching on Netflix. You know, once an episode is complete, right, it leaves you hanging, you know, with another question, with another uncertainty. And you must know what's going to happen next. So what do you do? You go to the next one and see for yourself how that actually happens. So I actually wrote a book, 52-Week Success Plan in Five Easy Minutes. I actually wrote it first for myself because I really wanted to make sure that I got access to the right kinds of habits that would actually transform my life. But I also did it for you. But I did it from the context of, you know what? We're, we're so busy. We're so distracted you know, in all the things that are happening in our lives. I wanted to make it super easy and compelling to implement the different habits. But, you know, who's going to tell you what habits to, to apply? And who's going to tell you why? You know, the science behind it, perhaps. So this is actually a free ebook. 
on my website. You can also buy it on Amazon. But the five easy minutes, you might be thinking, it might seem deceiving. You know, how can you learn 52 habits for success in five minutes? Well, I actually made it really simple. It's just simply 52 new habits that you can try. And it takes only about five minutes to read each chapter, which it's a habit, each habit, and get enough understanding and motivation to actually start the new habit. So it gives you the insight as to what is the purpose? What is the benefit? You know, what is, what is going to be your big why to fulfill that habit and, and the benefits of that and how they actually do it? So looking at it somewhat differently, having great habits is beneficial to your psychology, to your health, and your personal success in life. So why not actually have them? So in the book, I made it easy to consider new habits to implement in your life. You know, success leads to more success. So making it easy to succeed is important. Making lofty goals is also okay, but we do overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in a lifetime. Sometimes we're just in such a big rush to get certain goals or outcomes that quite frankly, they're just not reasonable in the short time frame that you've decided. But over your lifetime, oh, for sure, you know, given enough dedication and committed time, and resourcefulness and intelligence inspired action, then yes, you know, for sure. You know, those lofty goals don't have to have a specific end date. And what I mean by that is simply this is that as we'll talk in a little bit about you know goal setting, you know, it is important to have it time defined. But if you don't reach it by that certain amount of time, then you change the time. You're flexible with the time. It's not necessarily a failure, but more on that later. I don't want to confuse it here. But the truth is I'm still working on some of the very big lofty goals that I started about 20 years ago. I'm just not giving up. I guess, I guess that's what I want to share with you. Just don't give up on the important stuff. So to get those goals, having small advancing steps is what ultimately matters. You see, when you do try to take that giant leap, more than likely you're going to fail, be disappointed, dejected, demotivated, and then give up, right? Or perhaps then you'll, what you'll do is you'll set another giant goal or lofty alternative, you know, only to repeat the process. And at the end of time, you achieve nothing. I know I've done it before. So the idea about goals, outcomes, is you stay focused on one task until it's complete. You know, the whole idea of multitasking is actually a myth. You know, science clearly shows that you're less efficient, less fulfilled, and are more likely to make a mistake. And you're going to be more anxious. Besides, the brain can't perform you know, two complex tasks simultaneously. What happens is that the executive brain is actually switching back and forth with your attention to the different tasks, making it less efficient. And like I said, with much higher levels of anxiety. So focus, 
focus on completing until satisfied. It spells focus, by the way. I think someone else came with a better acronym or explanation, but this one actually works for me. You know, focus until done. Then proceed to the next thing. You know, I heard one about Warren Buffett that he writes his goals on a card. Just three at a time, no more. Once he completes them, then he starts over, so he makes it easy to win. Remember, we are talking about habits. I, I got a little carried away there on goals, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. But let's start off with the easy habit that we can win at. You know, we all know that meditation is good for us. You know, perhaps you've got friends that, you know, consistently meditate for an hour each day. You know, I actually have to reach that amount. I'm not there yet. At best, I'll be able to do about 20 minutes. So you got to make it easy. So there's two ways. You know, one, make it them short. So maybe it's just a minute at first. And then simply commit, you know, for a minute of meditation every single day. Or maybe, you know, several times a day especially when, when you feel that you need it. But commit to something. And then, by small increments, you know, increase the time. Or, like I said, perhaps the frequency each day. And after a while, you'll notice that you're meditating more frequently and for longer. And then what's going to happen after a while, you're not going to want to miss the experience. And so that, that's what carries on the momentum of the actual habit. That's what actually happens to me, you know, all the time is, you know, I, I just don't want to miss out on my meditation because how it makes me feel. The other way is, you know, get an assist and, and there are free ones, you know, on phone apps, you know, guided meditations or there are apps where you just have to pay a nominal amount and it's absolutely worthwhile. And then you can have the app that reminds you to meditate. I mean, that's a powerful one for sure. But you can also, you know, purchase devices. You know, my favorite and my go-to is called the BrainTap. It's, it's not exactly inexpensive, but for me, it's just absolutely wonderful. And sometimes, you know, you just have to fall into these things. And perhaps you fall into them because you're also specifically looking for them. And while it took me several years to actually find the brain tap, I absolutely love it. And, you know, just check out on my website what the brain tap is all about. You can go also to braintap.com. And I'm telling you, it's, it's a magnificent device. It's worth the investment because you're worth it. Your well-being is worth it. And with their guided meditations, they address you know, all sorts of elements of our daily lives. Whether it's stress, whether it's health, whether it's sleep, whether it's weight, you know, a variety of different things that uh, will have a great impact on, on your life. So besides making your habits easy, you know, there's several other important aspects for your success. You know, first of all, the habit must have a clear purpose and benefit that really does impact you and your well-being. You know, this, of course can include, you know, reaching your compelling future. Next, the habit must be specific and in executable terms. You know, something vague loses its energetic 
pole. So you don't want to have that. You want to be really clear. Then, of course, you've got to be consistent in its execution. You know, it doesn't work if you do it sometimes, but then not others. Remember the unconscious mind? You know, it's eavesdropping. And then it decides, eh, you know what? You're not committed. You're not serious about this. Yeah, let's just forget about it. I like the idea that you can suck at doing something, but you just can't miss on doing it. So, you know, don't miss. Let me rephrase that. Make sure you always do something every single day, even if it's not up to the right standard, at least doing it. The success comes into taking that action consistently. So never miss a day. And if you do, you just simple double up on the day afterwards. Again, consistency is key. Another component in habits is to do it at the same time each day. So reduce the variability in all of this. You see, your brain gets wired in the best way and, and, and helps you avoid the distractions and other things that will actually get in the way. So that part of consistency, that part of the routine, you know, you're already prepared, you know, with a pre-input in advance that this is what's going to happen. So here's the other part about the inertia and developing habit, which can be a challenge. You know, getting that momentum, it, you know, may take you some time. And that's where most people fail. There's way too much energy to get a habit started versus you know, keeping that momentum once the habit is really well established. Then it's so much easier. You know, some people will suggest you know, doing a, a new habit for 21 days, you know, then it actually becomes you know, permanent. You know, I would actually argue that you need at least three months of consistency before you're clearly established and it's become permanent at that point. You know, you're so used to a habit at that time, that's actually more painful not to do it. And then you need more energy to actually not do it than to actually do the habit. You know, I like what Jim Rohn says, and last time we had a lot of Jim Rohn quotes, but there are two pains, the pain of discipline and the pain of regret. And the difference is, is that the pain of discipline weighs ounces, whereas regret weighs tons. Think of all the pains you'll want to avoid by adopting healthy habits for your health and well-being. You know, there's so much information out there about living a healthy and fulfilled life. There really is no excuse for you, and it will bring much happiness and harmony in your life. And it's also the purpose of the Health Optimization 2022 is to be introducing to you all these different tools and resources that you can simply be implementing in your life to, to create an optimized quality of life and experience. Now, Brian Johnson in the series Optimize, and I give him a lot of credit for distilling so much of that valuable information out there and easy sound bites. And definitely check out his, his, his website. But Brian Johnson talks about a keystone habit. The one habit that affects all your habits. And this is the non-negotiable one. What is one habit you know, that if you honored well, it affects all the other ones? 
it sort of leads the path towards fulfilling all those other important habits. But what's that one, if you really mastered it well, would ensure that the other ones would follow suit? For me, it's sleep. And the truth is, is that we actually do need seven to eight hours sleep. And we'll be talking more about the importance of sleep, you know, uh, in future sessions or future shows, because it is important that you do sleep well. See, every time that I do violate that habit, it actually messes me up. As I mentioned, my rules for sleep are eight hours per day, going to sleep at nine o'clock and then waking up at five. And every time I don't go to sleep at nine, it's pretty much a downhill you know, route after that. So what is your keystone habit? Maybe it has to do with your exercise. Maybe it's meditation. You know, perhaps it's reading. For me, that's important too. I love to read. And I feel kind of empty when I don't read every single morning. So in my book, I describe a whole bunch of different habits that are worthwhile for you to to look at. And again, go to my website, drrademaker.com. You know, um, and go, go to the book session. There's a shopping um, drop-down box. Go to the books. And at the very bottom, there's uh, my book, 52-Week Success Plan. And at the bottom of that page, you can get your free ebook, or just go to Amazon. And so here's some of them. Gratitude. Well, we all know about gratitude. But did you know that gratitude has many benefits ranging from enhancement of happiness, joy, pleasure, and overall health. It actually boosts the immune system, helps with pain and discomforts, reduces stress and blood pressure. You know, gratitude also promotes optimism, openness, and forgiveness. And the way that I like to frame it, you know, when when you're grateful, you're saying yes to the universe. Yes. I mean, that's powerful and it feels good. And actually seeing other people demonstrate gratitude with our mirror neurons, and it affects us as well. It's pretty incredible how that works. Then, of course, don't complain. I love this one. You know, depending on your perspective, complaining is a behavior that can be very disempowering and relinquishes your control of the situation. And it's actually used to satisfy some of our behavioral needs like connection or significance in a negative way. It's almost like, you know, complaining is our social currency. It's the way that we connect with people, but it's not a healthy one. Because by complaining, you focus on what you don't want rather than focusing on a solution that serves you. You know, what's wrong is always available to you. And so is what's right. So another one that's which mission critical for all of us. It's motion and stretching. You know, this results in an increase of joint lubrication, flexibility, range of motion, enhanced muscle elasticity, improved posture, and decreased risk of injuries. Motion and stretch improves the circulation of the body and helps the removal of toxins by stimulation of your lymphatic channels. It also helps with relaxation, stress relief, and produces increased levels of endorphins. All of this is goodness 
for our body and our soul. And what happens today is that most people are sitting down. In fact, you know, I need to put myself in the right spot as I was deciding what to write about today. I found myself sitting for way too long. So if you're sitting for more than say 20 minutes, then stand up, you know, stretch. And, and science shows that after about 20 minutes, those enzymes in our blood vessels stop and cause the accumulation of fat in, in the endothelium, which is the, the wall of the blood vessels. So get up and move and stretch if you haven't been doing that. And certainly, you know, commit to doing that every single day for at least 30 to 35 minutes of, of cardio or strength training or whatever that is. Because once again, you know, too many of us are sitting for too long every single day, and that's called the sitting disease. And that is actually worse than smoking a pack of cigarettes every single day. Just take that, you know, for what, what it is. And here's one that I really like, daily affirmations and inspirations. You know, an affirmation is a declaration of a truth, whilst inspirations can move us emotionally to be creative or reach a higher level of consciousness. Repeated declarations or affirmations or inspirations will affect the neural networks or neurocells in the brain. And this is called neuroplasticity. And it's the brain's ability to adjust to repeated external and internal stimuli. The brain can't differentiate between a real and an imagined image. So by constantly believing, it becomes so. <laughs> Many great authors have talked about this. Think and Grow Rich is one of my favorites. Here's another favorite of mine. Ask quality questions. And if you remember the seven questions that we talked about in the past, and if you forgot, here they are again. What am I focusing on? What does it mean? Is this true? You know, what if it's not true? You know, what am I missing? What do I want? What will I do? These are quality questions. So what a man thinks he becomes, the quality of our life is a direct result of the questions we habitually ask ourselves. Now, Anthony Robbins has identified that we habitually ask specific questions about ourselves, others, <clears throat> or life. And the answer we give to these questions is the experience we ultimately have. We typically have you know, 70,000 thoughts every day, of which 90% are the same thoughts of the day before. And most of them are answers to our own questions. By being more selective and conscious to the questions that we ask, our life experience can become much more full. And so the purpose of all these questions is to enhance our awareness as to how you live your life in the moment. And with that greater awareness, you will have the opportunity to make smarter decisions. Listen to your body. Your body intelligence is constantly sending you warning signals of excess, deficiencies, or toxicities. It functions as a beacon of information to your brain. And your brain has an inner dashboard that registers the irregularities that must be addressed. You know, Western culture has 
hypnotize us to ignore these signals or to mask them with medications. Your heightened awareness and willpower is necessary to mitigate any immediate or future harmful sequelae. And then finally, journaling. Journaling is an active process, helping the brain to more effectively process and remember through that neuroplasticity that we talked about before and develop stronger neural networks in the brain where it actually does matter. You know, the process of developing new neural networks can help you become even more creative by helping you stay focused and help solve problems and then develop new innovative ideas. You know, journaling helps, you know, stress management by more effectively processing and releasing deep emotions, conflicts, challenges, while finding solutions as well. It positively impacts your blood pressure, lung function, immune system, <clears throat> and other bodily systems as well. It helps you to explore and clarify your thoughts more deeply and holds the opportunity to be even more creative in the process. And finally, journaling enhances self-esteem by reducing stress, resolving challenges, and capturing the great moments and celebrations. So keep on journaling. And if you're you know, listening to me or reading books, you know, write your notes because that's a wonderful way to capture those key components that will make a difference in our lives. Otherwise, otherwise, they'll be lost in the melee of the things that we are faced with every single day. So here are just some of those habits that you may want to incorporate in your life. And while you can't implement all the great habits that are out there, determine what matters to you most. See, look at your blueprint and your compelling future. What kind of person does it take to accomplish that lifestyle? What are those specific habits that will contribute to that success? And then remember, it is in the pursuit of your own excellence. You know, what will most impact your attitude and well-being first? See, for me, as an example, priming my day in the morning with a short meditation, and then setting my intention, and then, this is a mission critical part, is capturing my wins from the day before, and then my goals or my outcomes for this day. And then, most importantly, you know, getting it on the schedule or just scheduling them. Together then, it's my stretches, and then either some cardio or some strength training. And all of those must be satisfied in order for me to feel that I'm taking care of myself at the highest level. You know, there's this concept of selfishness. And it's really kind of misguided to think that taking care of yourself first is misguided because when I take care of myself first, then I'm in a better place to take care of you. And some great notable motivational speaker and thought leader, Jim Rohn, pretty much said the same thing. You know, when I do satisfy all these things, so said once again, when I take care of all of this, then I know I'm really on track. But what happens when I don't? But more importantly, when do I not do that? And that's when I find myself in a state of concern or stress 
know, this is a code word for scarcity or fear or both, by the way, then I actually do hop straight into action without the priming or the grounding. And my day is usually much less uh, fulfillment or fulfilling. And um, it's kind of crazy too. So I must start with a state of abundance and then casually connect with my inner soul. And that makes all the difference. And if I really do it right, my day actually starts the night before going to bed on time. A quick meditation prior to sleeping, even if it's just a couple of minutes. And then setting the intention for the next day or asking the important question that needs an answer. Your quality of sleep is needed not only to repair and heal the body throughout the night, but also to process that information throughout the day, making new integrations that will help you get ready for the next day. When I do attend all of these without haste, I just feel so much better. Now, there is one habit that I cannot omit from my day, and that is the brain tap. It's an ingenious device with light, sound, specifically binaural beats, and a guided meditation that truly has a grounding effect on me. I don't like to miss it. So as you listen to me, have you come up with any habits that you actually want to incorporate in your life? If you're like me, you need to track those habits. I get so caught up in the whirlwind of the day, and unless I keep track of all of them, I might miss out on some of them. And then, of course, the negative impact that it has on me. And as I mentioned this, I just remember to log my habits for today. And this is important since consistency is the key. And habits may not be a daily thing. Just for example, going for a nature walk or strength training three times a week or using charcoal for detoxifying. You know, you don't want to be doing that every single day. You know, taking a sauna. Well, you might want to do that every single day if you can, but you may not have a sauna, and so you'll have to go to the gym. In this manner, you can check up on yourself. And perhaps you've got a goal to write a book. You know, schedule every day to write a sentence or a paragraph. Consistency. You know, Seinfeld had this habit of writing one joke a day. I did upload on my website a habit tracker that I use every day. And feel free to download it. Just go to drrademaker.com. That's drrademaker.com. You have to be a member, but it's all free. Um, and so go to the productivity uh, section. And then you'll find out you know, a lot of goodness that you can use for yourself. And just as a gentler reminder, it's not okay to skip a day. You know, if this is an important daily habit. So don't worry if it doesn't meet your best standards. You know, make the habits easy to win and connect with the actual benefit of the habit itself rather than just doing it mindlessly or rather than just the end goal of the habit. You know, studies have actually confirmed that people enjoying a particular exercise regimen for the sake of the enjoyment tend to be more successful in, in achieving their actual goals than those that were just focusing on attaining the end goal. And they usually just were not as consistent or as dedicated you know, to achieving it. I'm going to give you an example that I believe affects a lot of people. 
because most individuals in the United States are overweight. And a good number of them, but not enough, are desiring to lose the weight. So here's about losing weight. While daily exercise is really important for a lot of reasons, your food intake will account for 80% of the effect in your weight loss. So if you do want to lose the weight, you've got to count your calories and your micronutrients. And every time I actually fail to do that, my weight actually increases. As I track what I eat, I'm so shocked how many calories I'm actually consuming. You know, check for yourself. Google 100 calories of food, and you'll see a lot of different pictures of the smallest amounts of items that contribute to 100 calories. So besides habits, now it's about your schedule and how do you effectively schedule. You know, as my coach Chad Cooper from Legendary Lifestyles reminds me, we all have 168 hours per week. No more or no less than anybody else. You've got the same number of hours that Bill Gates has. What you do with it matters. And if you don't have a plan, life will plan one for you anyhow. So it's actually best to schedule it the way that you want. You know, while listening to Brian Johnson, you know, optimize, I learned that you should commit your morning to the most important work of the day, your deep work. Be creative at this time and learn to be reactive later on when you've accomplished what's most important to you. Your most impactful work matters. It's your creative work. And then once you get completed with that, you just simply address all the reactive stuff. You know, like emails and answering phone calls and maybe paying the bills. And if this is all you did, essentially plan your day in two different blocks, creative and then reactive, your life would be so much better. It would make a huge difference. Hold off that temptation to be reactive to the world around you and get caught up in everyone else's problems or drama, only to ignore or delay your own. You know, why do you have to attend to everybody else's disorganized life and urgencies and forget the important parts in yours? This is why your intention for the day is so important, not to get caught up with all the stress that surrounds you. But there's more. Your schedule needs to be smart and exciting. Now, the smart refers to the actual goal or target. In other words, it's outcome driven. You see, actions are what we put on a to-do list. And checking off your to-do list creates too much stress and a feeling that you'll never get it done. However, fulfilling an outcome feels good. And it's something you can also let go. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Stress comes when you are overwhelmed with too many tasks. So as you write your schedule for the day or week, it's about defining your outcomes. Now, I know we've not learned to do it this way, but li listen up for a moment. Now, these do need to be smart and exciting at the same time. What makes them exciting is the big why. Why are these goals or outcomes wildly important? Truth is, why actually spend any time on the things that are not important? There's a way to actually categorize your outcomes or activities. Covey has a great way to put it all in perspective based on importance, 
or urgency. So you can come up with four categories, important and not urgent. Well, that's in the zone. That's where you want to be. Important and urgent. Well, that's the code word for stress or, you know, for entrepreneurs. And this is where they exist most of the time, probably because they're not planning very well and just simply reacting to the world around them, letting the world around them dictate their life. But not important, but making it urgent, like cleaning up the office when there's more important things to do. Well, that's basically a delusion. You're deluding yourself that you're actually doing something important. But I will say sometimes, you know, having a really tidy office is probably a good thing. It's not a distraction anymore, as I too often find for myself. And finally, not important and not urgent. Well, that's just a distraction. You know, that's just wasting your time. So whilst we can't always be in that zone, truth is we should at least aim to be there 70 to 80% of the time. You're not always gonna be there 100% of the time. In fact, that's probably abnormal. Some stress, some tension is required in our life because that helps us grow. When we focus on the outcome, we get to experience as we carry out the activities in its pursuit and then in the final result, the experiences that we want to have. So more fulfillment is experienced consistently. So let me say that again in real English. By focusing on the outcome and the experience in the moment, then it's a better experience overall. So why not strive to live in the state as much as possible? And of course, this is a choice and it requires not only your commitment to it, but also the deep work to help you access the resourcefulness then. And we've already discussed this in the previous shows and we'll continue to talk about it throughout the year because part of your resourcefulness is about tapping into your own energy and that is clearly affected by your biochemistry as well. For now, let, let us talk about the SMART goals and the big why. SMART means specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-defined. So with this, you must then define what will it take to accomplish the outcome. These are your actions. So let's say you do want to lose 20 pounds. You know, what are the three to five activities that will support this goal? Now, if you want to get even better at scheduling, then we have to begin with the end in mind and actually work backwards. So once again, if you want to lose the 20 pounds, let's say in one year, let's make it super easy. Then you write down the desired weight at the end of the year. For each quarter, you write down the weight goal. So for example, at the end of the th uh, third quarter, you're, you've lost 15 pounds. At the end of the second quarter, you've lost 10 pounds. And obviously at the end of the first quarter, you've lost five pounds. And then you start writing down what needs to happen during each of these quarters to achieve these goals. And then you schedule your day and your week and you assign specific blocks towards achieving these goals. And then within these blocks, you write the specific activities.
Now, for me, each day has a block for trimming my athletic body. Just thinking about it gets me all motivated. So during this block, like I said, you've got the specific activities that you want to be doing because it's a decision you made that day or it's a decision made during the week. And what I mean by that day, the first thing in the morning, you're looking at your schedule and these are the specific activities that I'm going to fit in in the block where I'm trimming my athletic body. But essentially, you know, with proper planning throughout the year, I also understand what the specific activities are because I've determined what activities would actually help me achieve that goal. And then I make sure that I've got multiple choices just in case something does happen. So let's say, for example, one of my choices is going out for a run, right? And then if it's really bad weather, what's my alternative? Maybe it's the Bowflex. You know, I do the same thing with my radio show. Here I block out my time for my creative writing. That too gets me motivated. Just the idea of creating and as you may have heard me say before, what I'm passionate about is I'm passionate about creating change, enhancing life, and generating a space of peaceful awareness. So I get motivated by just that word. So you can use juice your language if you want, and it's certainly a great idea if that will actually motivate you even more. The idea is simply to get excited about the activities and the outcomes you get to experience. So it's almost like you're experiencing the end goal and the emotions of the end goal as you're actually working towards that end goal. So it is about getting excited about the activities and the outcomes and experiencing them both. So planning and scheduling must be done regularly each week, each day, and for each month, quarter, and year if you want to get the results in the time that you desire. So... It's all about having a system that you can easily implement, fulfill, and enjoy the benefits all the time. So to help you, I've put on my website another template that could potentially you know, help you organize your big projects and helping you with specific timeframes, whether it's a year or it's a month, it's a quarter, whatever that is for you. Because I find that these specific templates assist me in capturing the ideas on paper of what it is that I want to do and I can easily refer to them on a regular basis because again I lead a very busy life with all the different things that I'm doing and different projects and different dimensions if you will and so capturing that in a place that can assist me moving forward consistently keeping that momentum up is a key. See right now I don't have that assistant that that keeps me on track it's an interesting experience without having that assistant. But then again, it's exciting for me because it's challenging me to do even better. And then, of course, I've got that legitimacy that I can tell you how to do it because not everybody is going to have that assistant. So let's do a quick recap. It's all about the blueprint that you have, your compelling future, having that clarity, being really clear what that target is, and the big why, something that gets you really excited and motivated to get up in the morning because you want to accomplish this. But the experience comes in the process of getting there. It's the journey. Because the moment of the actual 
a fulfillment of the outcome can be actually quite short-lived. So you want to make sure that you experience it throughout. And that is all about who you get to become. Because part of that becoming is all the work that you have to do to successfully achieve the things that it is that you want to achieve. And so what else is it going to take besides the practical psychology that we've talked about, besides having that clarity, the target, then are your habits, you know, how you consistently show up. And there's a great saying that I think I heard from Tony Robbins, what you do in private, you get rewarded in public. And so how we do everything is how we do anything, or it's the other way around. How, I, how you do anything is how you do everything. So that consistency is, is important because, again, as I've said, the unconscious mind is eavesdropping on everything. And if you're not being consistent, it's going to take the easy way out and says, look, you're not serious enough. So let's just go ahead and do something else. Let's get distracted on Netflix or you know cleaning up the room. So finally, with the habits, you've got to make sure that you know the purpose of the habit and really have the awareness that you are benefiting from it as you're doing the habit, because that's the important part of being able to maintain it you know, long term and doing it for at least three months. Then, then you're totally dialed in. You know, just 21 days, it's just not long enough. So habits, you know, find your keystone habit. The habit is that that's going to effectively gather in all the other habits. And then, of course, finally, a system for planning and scheduling. I mean, this is the key. It's, it's smart, having a target, doing what's important and urgent. No, I'm sorry, doing what's important and not urgent. You know, being in that zone and, and finding a way to capture the essential parts of, of what that target is, the key performance indicators, if you will, the things that need to be done to get you there so you can track those. But you start with the end in mind and you work backwards throughout the year or maybe it's just a month, right? You know, if you do want to lose five pounds or 10 pounds in one month, you know, what? how much do you want to lose every single week? And then you monitor it and you track it so that you know that you're on, on, on target to achieving your goal with the specific activities. Make it easy to win with your habits and your, and your scheduling, you know, block your scheduling. And this is that path to success. So for me, um, this pretty much wraps up what I want to be talking about, the practical psychology of things. And the next part, what we're going to be discussing, you know, this month in February is, is some of the fundamentals of our own health. And later on, we'll be going into more depth on specific things that will help you optimize your health in 2022. So reach out to me. You can reach me out on drrademaker.com. you got questions. Um, subscribe to the newsletter and uh, become a member and you get some specific you know, items that will definitely help you transform your life. So thank you and I will be back next week. And before I go, I just want to do a quick shout out to Robin, my producer. She's just awesome. She's always helped me. And also Dave Pratt from Star Worldwide because they've been awesome, been with them for six years and they've been really tremendously helpful you know, throughout that time. So if you want a radio show, go join them. They're great. Thanks for listening to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. 
Join Dr. Bart Rademacher live right here on StarWorldWideNetworks.com or on demand 24-7.